In modern day society, the word stress is passed around like a volleyball. But seriously, what is stress? Stress can be defined as a mental, emotional, or physical response to some external event, good or bad. And some common sources of stress in life is work, school, etc., etc., big life events. It seems like being stressed has become a badge of honor in our society. Phrases such as productivity or I only got three hours of sleep last night are thrown around lightly, as if these things have become normalized in our society. People are busy for the sake of being busy, not because they actually enjoy it, and it has expanded to become a huge social issue, which consumes adults as well. Many teenagers consider the symptoms of stress to be normal, even going as far as romanticizing it. In this podcast, I will attempt to explain why this is the case. One part of my explanation will revolve around Eric Erikson's stages of psychosocial development. Our society rotates around the feeling of superiority and inferiority, and this starts off very early. At ages 18 months to 3 years, the child develops a sense of autonomy versus shame and doubt. At this time, the child learns to become independent and gain self-confidence. This is autonomy. However, if the child is criticized or restrained from self-assertion, they start to feel ashamed and doubt themselves, which can lead to self-esteem issues. As young as 18 months, kids are exposed to feelings of self-doubt and inferiority. The events that unfold from here all snowball into something bigger and much more worrying. At ages 3 to 5, the child develops initiative versus guilt. At this point, a child begins to plan their own activities during the day. They can feel secure in making choices and leading others. However, if this is squashed, the child will develop a sense of guilt. Will I get in trouble if I do this? Will I get yelled at if I ask this question? This kind of thought process, which can also be affirmed by actions of other people in real life, will create guilt, and too much of this guilt will hinder the child's social development and creativity. At this point, the child can experience doubt and insecurity, and this leads to stress because they feel they are not trusted enough. From ages 5 to 12, the child develops a feeling of industry versus inferiority. At this stage, the people the child chooses to spend their time with will become much more important, especially towards the child's self-esteem. Here, the child needs to gain approval and validation by showing their competence and understanding how to develop a sense of pride in their accomplishments. It is here at this stage where the child's friends will gain greater significance in their lives and become a major source of the child's self-esteem. The child now feels the need to win approval by demonstrating specific competencies valued by society and developing a sense of pride in their accomplishments. On the flip side, if the child does not develop this feeling of achievement and pride, they will feel inferior, isolated, and even envious of their peers. Seeing your peers achieving things while you feel like you aren't can be humiliating. This humiliation, as most teenagers know and can remember clearly, leads them to worry and stress. The final stage in childhood is identity versus role confusion from ages 12 to 18. This is when children learn how to transition from being kids to adults. They start developing their own identity or character to belong and fit into society. If this cannot happen, the individual will not be sure about themselves or their place in society. That's role confusion. Here, their peers also play a significant role, either good or bad. This stage also involves the one preceding it, which was industry versus inferiority. People tend to see their identity and their industry as one and the same, building off their skills, achievements, and talents to create their sense of identity as a way to stand out. 
However, the same is true for the other side as well. With the insecurity of feeling inferior to their peers, they question if they can create an identity for themselves in society. Usually, it is at this stage that people start romanticizing stress and calling it cool. There are more stages in Erickson's stages. However, I will only talk about the adolescent ones because I feel that they are more relevant to this topic in the development of a person than the ones that are uh, 18 or older. Another aspect that I will talk about in this podcast is Alfred Adler's superiority and inferiority complex theory. In today's words, self-esteem. The American Psychological Association defines Adler's inferiority complex theory as a basic feeling of inadequacy and insecurity deriving from actual or imagined physical or psychological deficiency that may result in the overcompensation of excessive competition and aggression. His superiority complex theory is an exaggerated opinion of one's abilities and accomplishments that derives from an overcompensation for feelings of inferiority. These two theories align with Erickson's theories and create possible explanations for why teenagers seem to think stress is cool. Today we can see Adler's theory taking place in teenagers as they combat the feeling of inferiority and create an identity by being over-competitive with their peers and bragging about their stressors. The feeling of self-doubt created by these complexes at a very young age goes a long way into the future and has the potential to shape a person's thoughts by realigning their motivations. Instead of the feeling of intrinsic motivation where the person tries to be the best version of themselves that they can be, they are subject to extrinsic motivation in which their stress is caused by the feeling of constantly wanting to impress others. This leads to a very toxic cycle where in order for the person to be validated, they have to feel like they're impressing others, and this creates stress. So, how is all of this connected? Eric Erickson's specific stages all contribute to the stress of being seen as cool because teenagers want to be approved by their peers to be validated by their society. Doing more things and trying harder to do more than their peers lead to a cycle of stress and validation, like mentioned up above. Stress is seen as cool because it is interconnected with validation. I mean, everybody wants validation. So knowing all of this, what did Erickson's stages of psychosocial development have in common with Adler's inferiority and superiority complexes? Three things. Self-esteem, doubt, and shame. These three are normal emotions for anybody to feel, but teenagers tend to put them down and thinly try to disguise them with their achievements, bragging, and romanticization. A common scenario today revolves teenagers arguing about who got the least amount of sleep. Everybody knows sleep is supposed to be good for you. But to teenagers, it seems though the ones who get less sleep seem to be more successful because they seem to try harder and put more time into their activities. Teenagers may even put others down as a way to validate themselves, and this creates even more stress. But again, these actions tie back to a desire to be accepted, approved, and validated by society and by peers. All of this begins in childhood, becoming encoded into a person's brain as a good and perfectly normal thought process, as a good and perfectly normal way of looking at stress and at the world. However, this connects to what I said at the beginning of this podcast. People are busy for the sake of being busy, not because they actually enjoy it. And this is a problem because stress is either seen as cool or has just become normalized in our society. 
think about it. It's not cool and it shouldn't be normal. 